process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Here's an important question for you. How much time are you spending preparing for your behavioral interviews versus your technical interviews? If I had to guess, and if you're like most people, you're probably spending the vast majority of your interview preparation time studying for your technical interviews, and you're probably spending very little time uh, preparing for your behavioral interviews, right? And if that's the case, I want to tell you, you're making a mistake because in reality, the behavioral interview is actually more important than the technical interview when it comes to the probability of you getting an offer, okay? What I mean by that is we've worked with probably over 200 students at this point um, and helping them uh, recruit for investment banking jobs and time and time again, I've seen students who have done really, really well on the behavioral side, and maybe they, they do well on the technical side also, but maybe they mess up on one or two small technical questions, and they still get the offer. But I never, ever see people who completely nail the technical interview, and they, and they do just okay or mediocre or even poorly on the behavioral side. I've never seen people like that get the offer. And the reason is because pretty much anybody who's actually prepared for these interviews, they're going to know how to answer the vast majority, if not all of the technical questions. So if you know how to answer your technical questions, that alone is not necessarily going to make you stand out. What's more important to the, to the interviewer is, do they actually like you as a person and do they actually feel like you're someone that they want to work with? And that part comes from the behavioral part of the interview where you actually, it's really, it's, you can have a much wider variance in terms of the quality of answers that you give to the interviewer, right? So in other words, it's easier for you to stand out from the competition on the behavioral side versus on the technical side, okay? However, despite this fact, most people don't spend much time studying for the behaviorals at all because there's this feeling that when you're studying the behaviorals, there's really not that much more you can be doing, right? So there's this illusion of um, a lack of progress, you could call it, right? Because once you come up with your answers, that's probably pretty close to the best answer that you could come up with. And then in your mind, there's not much else you can do to actually improve that answer. So you just don't spend time on it, right? Uh, for most of our really successful clients that we've worked with, the amount of time that they spend on the behavioral and the technical so is actually roughly 50-50, I would say. Like, probably takes about 20 to 30 hours in total to get really good behavioral answers nailed down and another 20 to 30 hours to really master the, the technical concepts, okay? Um, now, obviously, you might be thinking, hey, 20 to 30 hours on each of these topics, that sounds like way too little, right? Like, you, you're probably spending a lot more time than that, um, but if you are, that's because you're probably not going about it in the most efficient way, okay? If you're spending hours and hours memorizing interview guides and just trying to like regurgitate these answers, 
That is a really inefficient and actually ineffective way to study for these interviews. I've seen it time and time again with people who do that and they go to the actual interview and the interviewer asks them uh, questions that weren't actually in the guise and then they just fail the interview. Right? So you want to make sure that you approach the preparation process the right way and on the behavioral side especially, even though it's hard to come up with you know, the changes that you should be making to your own answers because you're the ones who wrote it in the first place, what you really need to be doing is getting feedback on your behavioral answers from someone who's a lot more experienced than you are and has seen a lot more of these interviews because having that extra set of eyes from an unbiased third party who's actually qualified and has actually seen a lot of the answers from your competition, that person is going to be able to give you the feedback that you aren't able to see yourself because these are whatever mistakes you're already making is probably currently in your blind spot. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense for you guys. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out or drop a comment, and uh, you know we'll get back to you. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.